Time now for all things Gators, all things orange and blue. Frank Frangie, Dan Hicken, Hello. everybody. The um, here's what I'm gonna tell you about the Gators. Former Gator Pete Alonzo, huh? Yes. Huh? Yeah. How you feeling about that, Dan? Dan, is that? I think that's the major league team for whom you root as well. Is it? It not? is. I know Pete Alonzo uh, extremely well. I've seen almost every one of his at bats this year, and. Uh, he, you know, I know he hit a couple at Florida, but I don't think anybody was expecting him to arrive on the scene like this. Now, I'm going to tell you about an at-bat he had yesterday uh, that we were taping this on Sunday that really excites me even more than the prodigious home run blasts of which he's had many and the velocity right, right. of the ball as it exits the yard. Uh, the Cardinals brought in their closer. His name is Jordan Hicks. I don't know if you've seen this That's cat. Really you probably hard. know him because he's I a do. central guy. Time. Yeah, 104, right. 103, 102, 104. So he got Alonzo 3-0, and then he threw a couple uh, close ones that were called strikes. And the Mets were down two. And then uh, Alonzo with quick bat, uh, he threw him a fastball, and he uh, singled. Singled. He didn't do too much with it. He singled, and it was a great at bat because the next guy, you got a taste of how good this Hicks is. The guy went down on like four pitches. So as a young kid... And I know they're going to find a hole here eventually, and he'll have to adjust, and I get that. But he looks like, uh, he looks like to me, like a 30-home run guy in MLB for the next 10 years, which is exciting for got, him. Got me thinking about this. Best Gator ever in the big leagues. Ever. Ever? Yeah, best Gator. I mean, I'm trying to think. Wilkerson had an okay career yeah. as first as the pitcher. We haven't I, had a ton, have we? I mean, we? Darren O'Day is, is yeah. still playing. I yeah. mean, Eckstein has a couple titles. Eckstein, World Series MVP. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, so he had certainly a. Yes. So is he. I mean, I, I mean, of all time, Steve Lombardozzi back in the day. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of best Gators ever in the big leagues. I uh, Could Pete Alonso one day be it? Will he one day be the greatest Gator to ever play Major League Baseball? 20 games into his career. Well, but, I, I, but, but, but I'm telling you, think about it. We, yeah. We've been waiting on that guy, haven't we? Yes. We've been waiting on that guy to be the guy. The guy. And yeah. I'm trying to think. I can't find anybody. What about uh, the, the Thompson? Robbie Thompson, yeah. second baseman for the Giants. Yeah. Good not, so, yeah. I know what you're saying. A long-time starter. Yeah. But I'm trying to think. Uh, Brad Wilkerson. Why do I think Wilkerson's the best guy? I think you're right. He may be the best guy. Yeah, we kind of thought Zanino might be. Right, and he's turned out to be a decent defensive catcher, but he bats eighth. And you know, he hits it, low average. Right, right. 200 hitter, a little over 200. So so now here's the thing. Sully has turned out so many of them. One of them's going to One day, A.J. Puck. One yes. day, you know, Logan Shore. One day, Dane Dunning, who just had the, the, the Tommy John. Yeah, Brad Wilkerson hit 122 home runs in his big league career. Okay, okay. Uh, had a 32 home run season. Yeah. What's his career average? Uh, where is his career average? On base percentage. Where, what, what, what do we got going on here? So, but but the, as you look back at these guys, so I so for me, as I look at the best all time Gators, I see this a lot. Pete Alonzo. I mean, I mean, you're forty seven. Okay, so he's just okay, just yeah. okay. So Pete Alonzo might be the guy. Here's what I will tell you. Yeah. This group of Sully guys in They'll the last five or seven years, yeah. one of those guys will emerge. I would agree with that. Yeah. I would agree with that. It's amazing though. All the years of playing Gator baseball, you don't find the Not a great one. Not a great one. I mean there's not a there's not, I mean Mississippi State's got a ton of them. LSU's got a ton of them. There wasn't a great one there weren't a lot of great ones at uh Alex Box Stadium this weekend on especially no. uh Friday and Saturday. Well, after the big win on Thursday, yes. you had a feeling <laughs> that uh, it was going to get tough after that. I will say this, Dan. Uh -huh. There's going to be rebuilding years and reloading years. Yes. 
I am surprised this one – I won't say went off the rails. We're only halfway through the SEC season. I don't SEC think it's off season. the rails yet. I, I yeah. don't either. Yeah. But I'm surprised – I mean, they've got work to do now. They've yes. got some, some significant work to do. I don't think there's a chance they miss the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. But I think it's conventional thinking now is they're probably not going to wind up hosting, hosting a regional. Yeah. Obviously, they're not a national seed, so they won't host a super. Right. It looks like they're not even going to host a regional. Now, I'll say what I said last week. If you're hosting one in Stillwater or Austin or Hattiesburg or Chapel Hill, you don't Hill, want them coming. You don't want them coming. No. You don't want Florida to show up as the no. two seed or even the three seed. No. So, but but right now it's a little bit of an off year, surprisingly. They have series left with they are seven and eleven in the conference. Right. Like you said, this was the halfway point. Yeah, you, know, you played we, thirty games. Right. We started the the second right. half, and they got off to a great start Thursday. Right. So. Then the pitching, though, has just been disastrous. And the, and the problem, they're giving up a lot of runs. Yeah. They're, they're giving up too many runs to outscore. They can't outscore right. their problems. And they can't but they still have series left with Tennessee right, uh, and Missouri and Kentucky. Right. All None of whom are great. They also have Georgia. It's very right. good. Um, but those three, you know, those are nine games. you gotta, right. you got to get six or seven of those. Again, w- again can you get to uh, – I don't think you can get to 15 and 15. Can you get to 15 and 15 in the league? If you do, then you're probably okay for the tournament. Yeah. And 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 I think, again, it's one year. Sully has been so good for so long. Yeah. You're allowed a bad year. I don't year. know if you're going 8-4 and four down the stretch with what they've done so far. but Right. It doesn't feel like it. They so. do have Kentucky next. They must sweep Kentucky. They're not very good, and they're at home. Yeah. Um, then you go to Athens, and that'll be a tough one. So, they yeah, they got a lot of work to do. Here. Yeah, they do. Softball, meanwhile, has held its spot. Softball has a very good team. They're a got top swept 10. by Bama this weekend. Though, they did, but they're a top ten team. Yes, they're, they're, they had to rally back and won nine right. in a row, though. Right, and it's, it's it's I don't think they're capable of winning a national championship, and that's unfortunate because this young the young girl Barnhill's pitched there. This is her fourth year. Right, I think she's going to leave without winning the right. ultimate right. in but, softball, which is unfortunate. But nonetheless, but, so, but I was thinking about all the programs. Now. Softball's well positioned, yes. even if they're not a top five, they're a top ten team. Yes, gymnastics did not make the the final eight, but got they had screwed, a very good year. Frank. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm a gym rat. I know and, you uh, are. We kind of got screwed on that one. So, but uh, but as I think, I think <laughs> baseball bounces back. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Let's. Uh, can I ask you a football question? You can. Let's get to football here. People do like football on this podcast. I've told I, that. I saw a couple, uh, and I don't have them here. I'm trying to find them. I saw a couple um, rankings of the quarterbacks in the SEC. Okay. I thought that was interesting. So, because we kind of have a wild card guy. Yeah, that's right. So, where do you see, uh, top of your head here, okay. and I'll, I'll, if I can find it here, I think I have them after spring practice. Okay. How do you rank? All right. If it, if, uh, every list is going to start with to and from. So what you're saying is. And I would agree. A- after those two are done, how does it, after the first two, how do and the And by next- the way, is there anybody in college football who could throw 43 touchdowns, have six picks, and still have something to prove? It, it feels that way, doesn't it? Because <laughs> of the way it ended? Yeah, it really yeah. does. So. So, but so Tua to and from I'm okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, two. so what are the tw- how do the twelve line up after? That? I have not thought about it. Okay. So let me give you um, some nominees. Okay. Well, Jake Bentley's got one. He comes back for his thirty seventh year. Joe Burrow. Okay. Joe Burrow at LSU. Felipe. Right. A Kellen Mond. Kellen Mond. He's a pretty okay. good player. Yeah. A Kelly Bryant at Mizzou. Right. Um, our a local kid here looks Joey like Gatewood. Joey Gatewood, probably from Auburn. Um, I'm not familiar the Thompson kid at Mississippi State. Does a little. Uh, not real familiar with him. Uh, Terry Wilson is back at Kentucky. He beat the Gators yeah, last year. He's but no he's no good, but he beat the Gators. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Jarrett uh, Guarantano right. at Tennessee. Just okay. Uh, Matt Corral yeah. will be at Ole Miss. Yeah, yeah. Um, Forgot Arkansas about will probably uh, – Ben Hicks, Nick Starkle went there, one of those yeah, guys. Right. And Vandy's Vandy. I mean, they, they're right. – so, so is once you get past the top two, I think, I think you're going to give me either Franks, yes, Bryant, Mond, Bentley, or Burrow. Well, those, I'm, those I'm five. not giving you. I'm not giving you Bryant. I haven't seen him in the league, and I was okay. underwhelmed by him at Clemson. Okay, so I'm not giving you him. Okay, he's out. I think. Uh, I think Kellen Mond will be good in time. I don't think he. I mean, he's been okay under Jimbo. Better under Jimbo, right? But he had a fight for his job. I don't have him ahead of Franks. Okay. Uh, Jake Bentley, I'd probably put ahead of Franks. Would you now? Yeah, I would. So I'd probably okay. have Jake Bentley third. Um, 26 picks the last two years. I, I, but I'd probably have him ahead of Franks. Well, okay, that's well, fine. I just, yeah, I'm I probably not, got, I've, I've never been I've never done, you, you, that you never impressed with him. Jake Bentley. But I've got him. I, but I have him probably third. But you, the point you're making is there's not a lot of guys. No. After you get by the first two. Joe Burrow might be a guy. Joe Burrow underwhelmed me. He, okay. You know what? He's more athletic than I thought he would be. Okay. He's a better runner than I thought he would be. He's been just okay. He hasn't lit. He hasn't lit it up down no. there. So, so I will go. Give me Tua, from okay, Bentley, Franks, Mond. How about that? There's my That's five. How okay would I do? It's your opinion. Okay. It's your list. What's yours? Give me your list. That's my five, and then I'll go Burrow six. I mean, I, I I think the point here is I think you can almost argue, and this is Gator podcast, right? right. I think you can almost argue for Franks in the three hole. Well, you can argue for it. Which Absolutely, is you can. Phenomenal. If you want to go back two years, two orange and blue games ago, you probably saw enough of him that day to think that guy ain't never going to play in Florida. That's right. That's right. You did. But I will tell you, I am. Wow. I think you. I told you this last week. Yeah. I think he might be a first-round draft pick. Think about that. I also that. think he might be a fourth-round draft pick. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. The the other things we have to see, the instincts, the knack, all of that. Yeah. The uh, A lot has to happen with, with Franks. But, no, I, th- I th- think you're dead on. Um, it'll be fun. Let's talk more football. Uh, so, so, By the way, Tua from Ta'amu, Locke, okay. were your top four last year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just right. so you know. Yeah. And Bentley was fifth in terms of rating. Felipe was seventh behind Shermer, but they were all bunched together. 143, 146, 143. Yeah. So yeah. quarterback rating in college, which is a little bit different if you follow the NFL. But Franks was 24 and 6. Bentley was 27 and 14. Right. So and okay. Franks added a little bit more with the legs. So, so those two guys and Burrow, one of those will be, mm-hmm. they're all bunched together after the first two. I think that's your point. Yeah. So Florida, so Dan Mullen announces thirty nine four seventy six. Okay. <laughs> Nobody knows what it means, but we know there's something. We got to crack the code. We, and, and That's appa- terrific. And apparently somebody cracked the code. To have to crack the right. code. And by the way, uh, 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 the Gator uh, media contingent, a very sharp group, uh, right. dropped the ball on that yeah, one. Yeah, they had no and idea. And a fan guy beat them to a it. A fan guy who's, who, as my friend Case Carline says, needs to go right to the space program. <laughs> The fan, the, code. the fan guy cracked it. It's been 39 years <laughs> yes, and 476 games yeah. since George has won a national title. Okay. Well, there's some Spurrier in Mullen, which I like. I'm okay He's having with that. some fun. He doesn't take himself too seriously. Word on the street, though, Dan Hicken. Uh-oh. They don't like that too much north of the border, I'm I told. I probably think they don't. <laughs> I'm told they don't. In North Georgia, that's not quite as funny as we found it. I Are don't you know so- what the post-game – comment will be yeah yeah but 
the the uh, they'll allude to that somehow, some way after that football game if the dogs win in yeah. Jacksonville FL. Oh no question, and I and I but I, I would, don't know if it'll be 482 I'm, games now. By the way, but I'm, right, we're I'm, a lot closer than somebody I'm else. Trying, I'm trying to remember. Mm-hmm. Did Phil Fulmer get bowed up at you can't spell citrus without U T or did they take it did they laugh about it? Goff was the one who got bowed up. Goff got bowed up at the recruiting thing. The recruiting Spurrier they said, keep getting the great right, players. Right, right. And so but the but that was actually I could see why that would bow you up a little. That was made that, here's was, Spurrier that wasn't make, a joke. He was being serious. Well, here's Spurrier making the comment after a Florida Georgia game. Right. Writers go down the hall. Yeah, that's right. And say, Hey, Spurrier just said and Ray Goff bowed up. Yes, if I remember correctly, and I'm trying to remember. I don't if, know if Spur. This is Phillip. this is more like the former thing. Yes, where it's not a real thing; it's just a little jab. But I, I can don't tell know if you, Philip bowed up. I kind of Philip see Philip is rolling his eyes. Yeah, right, and, but I, but Georgia bowed up. Kirby Smart is a pretty funny guy and doesn't take himself <laughs> too seriously. They are bowed up. They are so so on a Gator podcast. Yes, how do you feel about this whole thing? Great, let's go make it the best rivalry in the SEC. Right. Let's. Let's rock. Right. Let's sometimes bring it. So you think some, I'm the Gator podcast. So you right. <laughs> so you think sometimes yes that people are too we go, they go out of way too much to be too respectful yes and at the risk of having some fun. Let's have some fun. This is a fun. I'm jab. okay with that. And I am too. I said this. I said this before. Mm-hmm. Coaches don't need to be insulting other coaches about real stuff. Right. You're cheating and recruiting. Right. And you're, you're you're right. You don't don't do, your your kids play dirty. That's one thing. This is a fun thing, right? It has been thirty nine years yes. or whatever, so we're having some having some fun. So, but it's interesting. The dynamic is interesting for me. So, yes. uh, I think so. so the anyway. king of quips, by the way, turned seventy four years young this yes, weekend. He did. That would be the yes, HBC did. head ball coach. We should mention that um, eighty two and twelve in the SEC. I just happened to yeah. look up one stat that wowed me. He that? had tons of when he was at Florida. He had tons of of unbelievable coaching records, but. 82-12 and 12 in the Southeastern Conference. That is, uh, you know. He said something in his book. Nick Saban. You read his book. The Buddy Martin did with sure. him, right? He said something in his book, Dan. He said, I probably got out of it four or five. I probably left Florida four or five years too early. Mm-hmm. He said, I probably did. I have long contended. I don't know if I told you this, but I talk about it on my show a lot. Mm-hmm. His best team, his best team was his last team. His best team was his last team. He did not win it. It didn't win anything. The Orange Bowl team? Yes, Maryland didn't didn't, didn't win yeah. the SEC. Yeah, didn't win the Natty. Yeah, didn't win a Heisman. Didn't yeah. win anything. I contend it was his best team. I contend that the thirty four thirty two loss to Tennessee. Correct. Team? I contend that team would have beaten ninety six, ninety five. Wow. I contend it was his best team. I um, uh, I thought Rex Rex Grossman threw, threw for three hundred every every game, game. every game. every game. Dan, <laughs> they I think I think and uh, Gator podcast Gator Homer sure. I think they would have played with Miami and might have beat them. I know Miami's looked at as one of the great teams of all time, the old yeah. one Miami team yeah. that rolled Nebraska. I think Florida would have been right there and might have won the game. Yeah, I, uh, that one shocked me. I didn't like the whole, you know, moving the Tennessee game, obviously, and that ultimately cost them. And then the Ernest Graham thing. And then the Ernest yes. Graham, he didn't have Ernest yes. Graham cause against Tennessee. But I contend that was his best team. So what would have happened if he had coached four or five more years? How – how legendary would they have gotten another natty? Would they have? Remember, they did get another natty five years later. Yeah, okay? I think they could have yeah. for sure. I mean, he would have they, had them at the same. It would have been the same. You would think, wouldn't you? I understand. Steve Spurrier left Florida, and he 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 was different. And and 
10 years is a long time to be a coach at one place. He's kind of right about that. You know, mm -hmm. now he's saying, I would wish I would have done a few more. Right. But, you know, he always would say, you know, 10 years at one place is a, is a long time. And I understand, you know, boy, coach, that was a nice win, but, you know, you didn't cover the spread. Right. Well, that's right. And that was his reason. This is what we've got to? Yeah. And I understand. So I get it. I do. I get and it. And I think 01. At a passionate place, it's tough. I think 01 really got to him. Yeah. He had a great team. Yeah. That was a great team. Yeah. That, and, and I think having that good of a team with really – and he's a championships guy now. He oh, wants yeah. championships. Oh, he yeah. didn't even win his division. Not <laughs> Having that good of a team that didn't even win the division, I yeah. think, really got to him. So uh, let's wrap up some football. I want to get to a hoop thought or two. Okay. Um, as we uh, roll along here on the podcast. Did you see the thing with Kerry Blackshear? Have you followed the Kerry Blackshear story? I know he's the Virginia Tech big man. Correct. Uh, I've talked to a couple people tell me he's really good. Really good. And that he, you know, and I know he's from Orlando. Right. Originally. So are you bringing him in or not? That's here, all I need to know. Okay. Where did the portal land? Here, here, here. Well, here's what I think. <laughs> he's testing the NBA waters. Okay. He is 6'10", 250. Yeah. Dan, he went for 18 and 16 against Duke. Maybe you've heard of Duke. Okay. You know Duke. 18 and 16 in that game is what he went for. Mm -hmm. He will be one of the, if he comes back to college, he might be the preeminent front court player in America next year, somewhere. My fear, and I think if he comes back to college, mm -hmm. people seem to think Florida's got a great chance to land him. Because now there's talk Florida will have an extraordinary team, and he wants to be on an extraordinary team. Your fear is NBA, then? Yes. My fear is that when the NBA gets a look what at this What about Buzz guy, and at A&M? Any chance of that? I don't think so. No. I don't think he's following Buzz. Okay. I, I think the word seems to be that Florida, Florida or NBA? Florida's got better than a 50% chance if he stays in college. I think it's even higher than that. Uh -huh. So I think there's a chance I'd like to uh, encourage the young man to continue his educational process then. Education if, matters, Dan. It's important. So, But if, you, if they get him uh – -huh. To go with whatever else they're bringing, with the three guys they brought back, the three right. great freshmen, with the three freshmen coming in, and this guy, you trust Nembhard will be back. I do think Nembhard will be yeah, back. I, I, I think, and, and then Stokes. I saw a, a 2020 NBA mock draft, right? Just so you understand what Frank's talking about and how highly thought of Scotty Lewis was the eighth pick overall. And I believe that. I believe he's a lottery. I don't know how good he is. A, I don't know. The word is he's but a – the he's buzz a, is pretty big. The buzz is he's a lottery pick as soon as he's available. Yeah. And so, so for that reason, they've got Scotty Lewis and Trey Mann, who's supposed to be a very good freshman, and Omar Payne coming in. Mm -hmm. I think Keontae Johnson and, of course, Nebhardt and Locke got great experience this year. Dan, you put a legitimate 6'10", 250-pound big man with them, with all the rest that they've got, I truly believe Florida will have an extraordinary team. That's why that's so important. Yeah, so, and I would I would tend to agree. I'm, I'm I'm sorry. I'm just staring at the 2001 schedule now, and I'm a little bit annoyed that we lost that Tennessee game. <laughs> How about that? Give me some scores. You, uh, what happened dominated. in Bat what happened in Baton Rouge that year? Can you give me a score in Baton Rouge? Please? I mean, out of the gates, uh, we went to LSU and made a hung 44 on them. I might have four to 15. I might have been at that one. Yeah, I might I might have heard the LSU people. That was like say, an afternoon game. Grossman was slinging it. That it was, day. You know, you know what happened that day? That's yeah. the same day that the hobnail boot game happened between uh, Tennessee and Georgia. That was a hobnail boot game day. Yeah. But uh, ninety-two thousand saw that one. Let me tell you, I, I was I was we there. vaulted to number one in the country. I, I heard LSU people that have been there forever. Uh -huh. I heard Tony Barnhart, other SEC people mm -hmm. that were covering the game, tell me that day mm -hmm. in Baton Rouge, mm -hmm. this is the best Florida team of all time. That was the consensus that day in forty-four fifteen. Well, at that point, they had run roughshod over Marshall, Louisiana, Monroe at Kentucky. 
They shut out Mississippi State, who was 21st in the country, 52 to nothing. 52 nothing over a ranked team. Yes. That was, it was the best team he had. Yeah, and then that they beat the LSU. And then that windy night. Yeah. Jordan Hare. When the, when the kick curled in. Yeah, windy night. Remember, remember the kick? Yeah, I remember the, the kick. The kick curled in. Auburn's had a couple of those against yeah. us. What was the Georgia score? Uh, 24-10. Yeah, yeah, good, solid game. Yeah, then they FSU. hung 71 on Vandy, 54 at South number 14, South Carolina. Score, please. 54-17. 54-17 over a ranked, another ranked team. Number 20, FSU, 37-13. Yeah, and that, and that was, again, they lost Graham in that game. And then and the so, debacle. Yeah, so I'm just telling you, yeah. that was his best team, Dan. Yeah. You, do you debate me on that? Do you think 96 uh, was better? Oh, boy. Was uh, 96 better than that group? They weren't, I'm telling you. <laughs> Do some research. You know what I just did? I just asked your opinion, and then I told you your opinion before you could give yeah, it. Yeah, you told me before I give it to you. So that's, <laughs> that's what I did. So, yeah. uh, all right. All things Gators. As we continue along the podcast in these weeks, we'll talk about recruiting down the road. We'll talk about hoops down the road. We'll continue to follow this baseball team. Before we wrap it, uh-huh. where does the base are? The, are they in the tournament yes. right now? Okay. Yes. Uh, are they hosting a regional? Uh, work to be done. I'm going to say no. I'm going to okay. say I'm going to say they're going to land in Louisville. Okay. Or Chapel Hill as a two seed. Yep. And I'm going to say Louisville or North Carolina or whoever are going to be very happy about that. I would say the coach of whatever program they get to go to will roll his eyes when he sees that happen. Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, to- totally agree with you. That's all things Gators. Yes, all sir. things orange and blue. Dan Hicken and Frank Frangie.